number you have dialed has been changed. The new number is... Welcome to the Stuart Knight Show, where interesting, intriguing, and exciting people engage in unscripted exchanges of ideas, stories, and perspectives. It's not an interview. It's a powerful conversation. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to the Stuart Knight Show, where I always have the pleasure of being able to interview and talk with and converse with amazing individuals from all around the world who are up to really cool stuff, whether they're authors or whether they're CEOs of big companies or whether they're artists or whether they're just my friends living down the street. They're people who have something to say, something to contribute to humanity. And today is no different than any other day. I am so happy to tell you that I am joined by Dr. Lois Naherney. She is the president and CEO of DNA Power Inc. She is revolutionizing preventative health care by empowering people to make smarter diet, fitness, and health decisions based on their unique genetic makeup. Lois has a doctorate, all right? She's a PhD, she's a doctor in business and has held a number of senior executive roles uh, in various organizations. She's been honored with several awards, including the Canada's Most Powerful Women Award, where she was in the top 100. And she is also has been an advisor to the BC government on gender equality, uh, gender equity, let me clarify. She's also the chair of the Premier Women's Economic Council. And if this is not enough, folks, Okay, she's also the co-founder of We For She. Oh, and by the way, if that's not enough, she's also the founding visionary of the Prosperity Project. And she's a mom and she's a wife and she's a friend and she's a super cool gal. And she's now a friend of mine that I am proud to say, ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Lois Naherney. How are you, Lois? I'm just great, Stuart. Love being on you. I love your show. Glad to be on your show. Thank you. Well, thank you for being here. And I'm really pumped that we're doing this because at the end of the day, you know, we've got... Uh, some interesting things to talk about with respect to our DNA and how our DNA, of course, is unique to every single person. We've got our own little code or our own, our own I shouldn't say little, very large code. And that code can tell us so much about who we are. And folks, if you're watching or listening right now, I want you to know that we are going to reveal my DNA results. You get to not just see my face, you get to not just hear my voice, but you get to get right into my blood type, right into the itsy bitsy parts of who I am and how I am either susceptible to certain diseases or I'm doing really well in other categories and what I can do to change my own diet to make it so that I can circumvent some of these things that can happen to all of us that we don't want to have happen. And at the end, I'm going to be giving every single one of you a discount code that you can use to do your own very, your very own DNA test that will knock off 50 bucks from the price and it will give you an opportunity to take a deep dive into it. I did this really not knowing what I was getting myself into. Okay. Because let's do a quick side note here, Lois. Okay. We, we, let's let the people know that uh, Lois and I have met through our personal friend uh, and our personal connection, Jeanette Biro, who is a medium and a spiritual teacher in Canada. And uh, Jeanette is somebody that Lois and I absolutely adore for her ability to be able to connect to the other side. And Lois and I are both two, two people who are equally fascinated in this subject. That's where we met. 
I had no idea. Uh, and and Lois is a, is a partner with Jeanette in that business called Avalon Spirit. Now, um, I had no idea that Lois also had this uh, high flutin corporate background, uh, and then has also moved into this uh, world of DNA Power Inc. And that's what got me into this. And she said, "Why don't you do one of these tests? Why don't you check it out?" And so next thing I know, I'm sticking a swab in my mouth and going against my cheeks, and I'm sending off my results off to Vancouver. And the next thing I know, I'm getting my results, and it was fascinating. That's the swab. There it is. For those of you who are not listening to this and watching this, um, can you can you pull it up? again, Lois. Let's take a look at that. This is the swab. It's very easy. Blah, blah, blah. It's like brushing your teeth, right? You just put it in your mouth and uh, and you're good to go. So so that's how we know each other. But now we know each other on this level. You now know my, my, my deepest, darkest secrets from a DNA perspective, which not many people know and many people will be knowing soon. But let's get right into this. Okay. So first of all, tell everybody what it is that you're doing when you take these DNA tests and you're using it with the intention of helping people prevent future poor health outcomes. Absolutely. So what we're looking at is we're looking at your biological roadmap. So we're taking a look at what's your unique DNA, Stuart, and trying to see what can we learn that can help you make better actionable decisions every day to live a longer, healthier life. And so our whole goal at DNA Power is just helping people live long, healthy lives through knowing their DNA. And so where did this science even begin? Like, who was like, I mean, was there the initial person, like the, like the founder of insulin? Someone said, hey, you know what? We can track this DNA and we can actually learn about people. How did, it all, how did this science begin? Well, you know, that they discovered the double helix and that was the part of it that started to generate all the information about the gene. And then the full... Um, it was actually Hiroshima and people who had damage out of the radiation where they created the human genome project uh, in 1993. It took it took 20 years pretty much to or till the, the, the early 2000s to map the human genome uh, from end to end. And that was the first time that we actually understood what the genome was all about. And so now that we had the code from end to end, now people could take a look and say, well, where is it different and why is it different? So do you know how much of the code is exactly the same between people? Any guesses? Uh, I will. In fact, I think I know the answer only because I recently discovered this because of a new keynote I'm working on. Is it not 99.99%? It's 99.98 to 99.9%. Uh, so it's about somewhere in there because we keep finding some that are more the same, some that are different. Right, but what that right. means is that we've really got, we're really only studying this tiny bit of difference that's between people, which is great because that makes mm-hmm. it studyable. So in general, we've got between about 3 million and 10 million differences between people that make us as unique as we are, that you know determine our hair color or whether right. we can digest lactose, whether we have mm. dry or wet ear wax, believe it or not. No way. Uh, We just found this really funny gene recently. My daughter can't stand when people chew. There is a gene that says that you're bugged by people chewing. You can hear it. There's something about it. How do they even discover that? Like, I mean, I may, I might be too scientific to ask because I know that that's not the side of the the, the job that you're on, but that's, I mean, this is where I love science. I mean, science is like, I want to go and hug every scientist on planet earth because to me, I can't even believe we have these big award shows for movie stars during the Oscars and the golden globes and fine. If people want to do it. I, I, I think we should be all having the red carpet and paparazzi for scientists that have discovered that some people are more susceptible to not liking the sound of someone chewing than somebody else. And they've discovered that. So they're always discovering new things, I'm guessing. Well, they're always discovering new things. And what I got into, I got into this because 
AI adopted identical twins. And it was so curious. I got fascinated and studied, started studying genetics. But the second is I got sick as a corporate executive. I started to get sick, looked healthy on the outside. And I, I couldn't find any solutions. I spent years and years and years going to doctors, couldn't find anything. And it ended up being DNA information that gave me the clue to how to fix my health issues. And so when I, so when I did that, it made, I went, you're kidding me. And I found a really simple issue in my genetics related to vitamin Bs. And it turns out I just need lots of vitamin Bs in order for my body to function because I've got some defective uh, genes around how they, my body absorbs it. Okay. And so I just need tons of vitamin B and I'm perfectly yeah. fine, but I was hospitalized with blood transfusions. I had, I went to gynecologist, um, uh, respirologist, asthma specialist, trying to figure out why so I was what having we, troubles breathing. I was having restless okay. leg syndrome. I was having all these issues uh -huh. and not one of them su suggested you might be deficient in some nutrients. And that's all it was. Interesting. Um, now, let me, let me, let me push back on this for a second. Cause I always try to ask the questions that I know the people who are listening or watching are thinking many people would hear that and they'd say, okay, you, there you were, you were this super busy, um, high level executive in the corporate world, probably burning the candle at both ends. There are going to be people who would say, did you try just not doing that first? Or maybe it was the burning the candle at the both ends that was causing you to have the problems with your uh, absorption of, let's say, B vitamins. I'm, I'm sure you thought of everything. What, what would you say to that? Oh, well, absolutely. <clears throat> the question is, what are the easiest fixes for us to be our healthiest? So if I, you know, I'm triple A, I'm like, I'm a go, go, go person. So do I want to, and I, let me tell you with this Avalon spirit journey, I've learned to slow down, try to um, really think differently about my lifestyle. And truly I am the happiest and the healthiest I've been in my life. I love it. Uh, and it's because of this DNA journey and the, the spirit journey. And weirdly, it's the DNA and learning how our DNA expresses itself through epigenetics that led me into some of the Joe Dispenza work and then into spiritual work, because right. I discovered not only is it food that is really critical in terms of expressing your genes, but there's so many other things around your thought, your beliefs, et cetera, that can express mm -hmm. that. But really for me, it was, okay, yeah, here there was a super simple, in my case, single fix that suddenly transformed my life. I just take vitamin Bs every day and I'm fine. And when you're stressed, you burn vitamin Bs. Women over 40 burn, we don't, we don't, we can't, you know, absorb and make as many vitamin Bs. It becomes more important for us to get them. And so, I mean, I just, in being a uh, corporate person, I couldn't believe the answer was that simple, that there's simple genes related to diet, fitness, health in general, that you can do something about that can change someone's life. And I ended up buying the company and, and changing my whole life. <laughs> I love it. So before that, though, a little bit further, how long were you feeling these symptoms? How long were you sick for? And then secondly, when you started taking the vitamin B, how long did it take until you felt like you're getting back to your, your health? Right. So I'll, I'll start it even earlier. So I was a woman who couldn't get pregnant. So my okay. kids are adopted. So, right. uh, and now knowing that my problem is in folate, my, my mutations and variations genetically are on uh, folate. And so I, turns out I probably needed four five, six times what they would recommend in order to potentially have had the ability to carry a pregnancy. And oh. so I'm an adoptive parent. 
that started me on this journey. When you do the spirit stuff, you go, it's all meant to be the way it is. But like, I'm a science gal too. Like I want to know the science and what's mm-hmm. behind this. And, and I want to figure a lot of this stuff out. So it was, um, so learning some, some of that, like that made a really big difference in terms of discovering that there was something that simple, super sick for four years. I had horrific, like I was anemic, horrific bleeding out from periods. I was mm-hmm. uh, restless leg syndrome. So you couldn't mm-hmm. sleep at night. And I couldn't breathe a full breath in my lungs. And it turns out, so they would give me iron, but it turns out it was, I needed a B6 to nine to 12 to get the iron, to get the oxygen. So it turns out that's kind of my pathway. When I started taking, when I discovered this in my genetic results, um, two weeks of taking vitamin Bs and suddenly all my symptoms went away. Two weeks. Two weeks. So four years of suffering. And two weeks, I was better. If I now skip my vitamins, I'll start to feel it. So wow. I just have to be like, I'm such an advocate now that I've been, I've spent the last seven years of my life researching genetics, mm. things you can do to stay healthy, the quality of our food supply, how the tox, how toxins can impact our body, how stress can impact our body. Mm-hmm. Now I just see how critical, actually, I'm, I'm an advocate for supplements because our food supply is so weak. We have so many other things that right. are impacting us. And it's a really simple solution. Even during COVID, every single person should be taking vitamin D, period. It's yeah. a simple thing. And yeah. Your genetics say that you really need it in the winter too. Just saying. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I, I I'm all over my vitamin D. I, I took a couple drops under the tongue this morning. Um, now, so are you telling me? So, by the way, what what was your emotional response to having been sick for four years and within two weeks? Like, were you you must have been on the couch just weeping tears of joy? Well, absolutely not. But I was off the couch finally because I was so oh, exhausted. Right. I had yeah. no energy, chronic fatigue syndrome. Now I'm finally back to myself. And it was that simple. It, you know, to be fair, emotionally, I was probably in some ways ticked off that there was nobody had suggested some to look at something like nutrition. Even now, when I go and suggest it to them, they they don't talk about it, but right. um, uh, so that it was that simple. But then that I started to become an advisor to this um, startup genetics company <clears throat> and then, you know, decided to completely do a, a full 180 left corporate and said, I'm going to be an entrepreneur, a biotech entrepreneur. I've been studying genetics for 20 years with my adopted twins, trying to understand how it works. It's made a difference. I've now I did the genetic testing for my twins, because I, as an adoptive parent, I wanted to learn about what I needed to be careful of for them. And just to say, we don't really look at a lot of disease. We look at all of the things you can do something about. So when you get our results, it's all stuff. Like, it's not scary to know that you've got bad lactose genes. It's just like, you probably already know your gut will tell you if you shouldn't be having a lot of milk. Um, So we, but we're giving you, it's all about action. It's all about what can you do with it? How can you make simple changes? And what I love is when I get a report like yours, Stuart, there's about three or four things that you need to change that will, for the rest of your life, that will help you live a very long, healthy life. And you actually have one of the scary markers Mm -hmm. that comes up, but it is completely, you can work around everything. The whole thing is don't trigger your genetics, which don't change. Your DNA is your lifetime roadmap. It's where your body wants to go. Okay. But what causes your genetics to express itself is epigenetics. And epigenetics are, what do you think they are? Epigenetics are, uh, well, our lifestyle or I don't know, are the things that we do? Okay. Nailed it. Lifestyle. So lifestyle is- Thank God, I was sweating. Yay. (laughs) Is diet- 
yeah. fitness mm-hmm. um, in your exercise, uh, right. it, uh, nutrients or supplements, um, stress, sleep, toxins. I mean, that's kind of it. And then it also is your mental wellness, how you think, how you're feeling about things, because that will shift your genetics as well. In fact, okay. we know that people who are happier um, live five to seven years longer than others. I mean, that's how yeah. much it can affect the expression of your genes and suppress disease, illness, right. and poor health. And it's interesting that you talk about how you'd gone through this journey of not being able to find out what the problem was, and then you discovered what it is. And this is very true for me in a lot of the conversations I just have with the general public and how often I meet people who automatically assume, especially as Canadians, that our healthcare system has figured every single thing out. And all we need to do is go to our GP, tell them our symptoms. They'll take a couple of blood tests. They'll figure out everything was wrong with us. They'll give us a pill and we'll be good to go. And the truth is, is that you really do, even though we are so lucky and fortunate to live in the country that we do with our healthcare system, we still need to be our own healthcare advocates. We still have to be the ones who are doing our own research. We still have to be looking for alternative ways to make ourselves healthy. I know I use my partner as an example of this. Um, and I, and I've already as like five seconds into this conversation, I'm like, okay, yeah, Marina is going to, we're going to, we're going to buy this test and we're going to get her to do it because she is chronically tired and iron was of course the one thing that people pointed to. And even after like, she's been convinced that she's the kind of person that needs 10, 11 hours of sleep. I am not a doctor and she might very well be somebody who does fall into that category. But as we know, most people do only require eight hours of sleep. Some people are luckier, they can go down to six. But, um, and I've always said to her, I go, I just feel like there's just something that we're not seeing. And if we could find it, you could get your energy back. And so I want to do, I w- I'm going to do this DNA test to figure out what it is. And hopefully we'll find a marker that might be able to help us out. But do you find this with the work that you're doing that do you see yourself in situations where you've got so many people who for so long have had something that isn't debilitating to the point where they can't, you know, be a parent or they can't go to, to their work, but they are always tired, or they are always sore from inflammation, or they are, um, I don't know, always irritable, and that they do this DNA test and all of a sudden their life changes? Well, absolutely. We are living in an epidemic of chronic disease. So what Mm. causes that? We get sick. Our body wants to be in equilibrium. It wants to be healthy. That is what our body's job is. But it isn't because of either deficiency, nutrient deficiency, or toxicity too much Mm. toxins in our body that puts it out of balance. And so what you're trying to do is always find something that'll help you get back to um, equilibrium. I got a quote that I want to read for you because it's, it sort of characterizes the challenge we have, even though we live in a beautiful, healthy country and we have great healthcare. The quote is people are fed by the food industry, which pays no attention to health and are treated by the health industry, which pays no attention to food. Mm, interesting. And so what we have is we've got tons of food out there that is just not good for us. Right. And that we shouldn't be eating and that's not meant for us. We are biological beings. Everything you put in your body becomes you. How we, we, we were tra- sort of taught a mechanism, a, a mechanistic car kind of version of what our bodies are like. No, right. we are completely symbiotic organisms. We're full of bacteria and virus. In fact, mm-hmm. we are 8% of our genome is viral because it became part of our genome because we would keep strengthening by incorporating that in. And so when we're talking about this, we all need to become 
our own biohackers. We right. must, because the, we have a, a, a sick care system, not a healthcare system. Mm. And, and that's okay. Like that's really important to have, but mm. the reality is it is not there until you get sick. So the whole thing that we want to be focused on and what we're trying to deal here with is preventative health. And so when you go to a doctor, they'll test your blood. You might get your urine tested. You can go to some companies and get your boot tested, your, yeah. you know, and so, yeah. um, <clears throat> but the starting point is your DNA. Your DNA points the direction to where you might have some genetic variations that you want to protect. So if this is your biological roadmap and you know where the potholes are on the map, like just avoid them. Don't go and drive your car straight into them and like right. bang, take your body out. <laughs> the whole point is learn where the potholes are and avoid them. That's the right. great thing about getting your DNA roadmap. And yes. again, we focus on not on the rare diseases. So if people have done 23andMe, which is fantastic, it'll tell you all the disease stuff and the and the fun, the weird stuff like dry and wet earwax. And to say we can use your data to produce 80% of our report. So it's a, a good, fast, cheap, easy way to get our information. But oh, what true. we focus on is the information you can do something about because that's what will trigger the rest of your genetics and your body and your body to stay in equilibrium. So that's really the focus is how do you get recommendations for results on specifically what you need, Stuart, to mm -hmm. live a healthy life? And that's where we focus. It's interesting when you say this because it gets me thinking about uh, again, this is so top of mind because as we're recording this, I've just been diving deep into research on a new keynote that I'm writing called More Human, More Often. And my keynote's about human connection. And yet there's a piece of information that came out of the research I was doing that actually in a very weird way applies to what you were saying. So bear with me for a second. Um, the amount of time it took for the telephone to get into 50% of American households was decades from the, from the moment it was invented to the time it was in to half of the households took, I don't know the exact amount of time, but it was decades, a very, very long period of time, very, very slow process. The amount of time it took for the cell phone to get into the same number of households was uh, five years. And so it goes to show us, it's such a great example of the leap humanity has taken in the last, I would say, 50 years. And it's not just in the example of the cell phone, it's in the example of absolutely everything. Food and technology and um, drugs and technology and the advances that have been made, some of them amazingly, but at the same time, we have been able to produce food on such a mass level um, compared to the way we could 100 years ago, we've been able to uh, wipe out, uh, well, pest, we're using pesticides that are horrible for us, uh, all kinds of things that were causing you know, crops to die. We can get different kinds of food to different markets in areas where that food is not grown locally. And all of these technological advances, we've all seen as being amazing. I can have beef cut in 16 different ways and with 17 different flavorings and four times a day. And we see it as such a great advancement in society. And while there are certain areas that can be, we have to realize that it comes at a cost. And so never before in the history of time have we as a species found ourselves in a situation where we are consuming things at a level 
and in a way that our ancestors simply didn't. And that's not an old man curmudgeon thing to say, like, oh, the kids these days, look at what they're eating. It's a reality. And we need to, as you say, hack the system because we are in the system, whether we like it or not. Well, and we are human organisms. And for every single advancement you mentioned, there is a downside. There is a there is the unintended consequence or the dark side of what what was ha what happened. So we have this mass food production, but our food has half the nutrition in it used to. We have used uh, uh, pesticides, but we've now killed our soil. Our soil is is getting to be a to get dead. It's dead around the world because right. the soil needs the pests and things. And so we just have to be careful. And we are organic beings, and we do need like we do need more organic, locally grown, healthy food that's more new nutrient dense mm -hmm. in order to stay healthy. So, and can, do we have drugs that can help disease? Yes. How do we not get to the disease in the first place? How do we right. take that stuff out? The whole goal needs to be around preventative health. We need to flip our whole system on its head yes. and say, we are going to invest in, in preventative health. Here's, here's, I'm going to give you one radical idea. Cause mm -hmm. I, I like to envision what the, uh, the, 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 the next beautiful, generations of our world can be. And one of it is you flip the system and we pay for preventative health. We pay for vitamins, we pay for uh, checkups, but you pay when you get really sick. Now that's right. a bit anathema, right? You can sure. anathema, right? So don't yeah. take me literally. I'm just, right. I am, I'm creating scenarios of what might a system look like. And if we did that, we will, we will have a fraction of like our system is getting so taken over by health costs. Yes. We need to invest in the front end and truly if COVID didn't, it didn't teach you anything, it's got to be time alone and quieter and meditation yes. is powerful for your body, decrease stress, eat well, eat healthy, spend time with family, yeah. think about, uh, you know, how to create more balance. And we really need to get more natural stuff into our lives, including like all the products we might use, we need to get chemicals out, etc. They're wonderful and they're convenient, but our bodies can't take it. And as a result, chronic disease is the leading cause of death. Eight out of 10 deaths are chronic disease. And we don't want to have longer, unhealthy lives. We want longer, healthier lives. Most people right. now spend the last 10 years of their life unhealthy or sick. Yeah. We don't want that. You want to go till you're 93 and then drop dead. Totally. And just saying, we have the ability to live biologically to 120. Some others are saying 180. I am choosing 120 as my goal, healthy. And I yes. believe that I can do that. You know, it's interesting. Um, I was talking to a friend of mine who is a, um, a fitness instructor. And she was saying to me recently how so many people get so locked in to this idea that when you get to a certain age, you just need to accept that you will be unhealthy, that you will be sore, and then that you will be in pain and that you can't move as quickly. And she goes, I know so many people and I've worked with so many people who literally in their 60s, in their 70s, became the healthiest they'd ever been in their entire lives because of the changes that they were willing to make. Even a friend of mine who's a chiropractor said something that stuck with me recently. He says, motion is lotion. And I love the idea of this idea. Like how we, we are sitting on our asses for most of the day, we are, as you said, eating foods that our body doesn't want. We're taking in toxins from the air. We're not spending time in nature. We're not meditating. We're not spending time with people. And we end up finding ourselves in a situation where we turn 60, 70, 80, and we are sore and we are having these chronic uh, illnesses that you're talking about. And we're like, well, I guess that's just the way it has to be. That's just the way the cookie crumbles. And people are like yourself are saying, no, I'm calling bullshit. It doesn't need to be like this. It can be a completely different way 
if we choose to. And we just have to make those choices now so that we can pre- prevent it. So let me ask you this then with that in mind, um, what are like, what are the three things and the people who are listening to this right now should know about, um, you know, just DNA health testing in general? Right. So again, biological roadmap, it'll tell you where the potholes are. That's first. The second is DNA is not your destiny. It is, it's the roadmap. It's actually epigenetics and lifestyle that tells your DNA how to express itself, which means your health is completely, it's more completely in your control. So that's, that's a really essential thing. And you can learn so many easy things with DNA about how to live just a life according to your unique body. You are genetically unique. You're, everything about you is unique. There is no one size fits all diet. There's no one size fits all exercise regime. So learn the few things that are the t- tips and tricks to help you live for steward specifically. And that's really what we found in your genetics. I, I read your genetics and I go, okay, first question I asked you was, is there any cardiovascular issues in your family? And, right. and it, you said- Yeah, my uh, father. Your father had had, uh, had some an issue. Yes. So I can see, I can also see that your family is, I, we didn't talk about any of this, that you probably, in general, you don't have a heavy family. No. Nobody's overweight. You have Nobody. stunning BMI genes. Oh, you is that right? Eh? Excellent genes. Yeah, you have. Oh, no some, kidding. I looked at your report and went, "Wow, you got some good genetics there." <laughs> That's hilarious. You know, it's funny. My father used to joke around um, because I was like so scrawny as a kid, and he would say, uh, "Stuart can blink and work off dinner." <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, it reminds me of that. Well, let's let's jump into that now because okay. we're we're well, going to reveal. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I got one other though. I'll, I'm going to guess you're not a sprinter. Uh, you know, it's funny. I've always been a long distance runner. Absolutely. You can't yeah. sprint. You are endurance based. You can see it in clearly in green and red. Like we do, we do everything. Like I'm a biz gal. So we, we yeah. you make it as easy to digest. So green is good. Red's bad. I'm looking at you going, you're an endurance guy, but don't put this guy in a, in a 100 meter sprint because it's just, you don't have fast twitch genes. You know, it's funny that you say that. So, um, cause I played uh, very competitive soccer my entire life and, um, I could, I can do 90 minute games, no problem, and still have the same energy level pretty much at the end as I do at the beginning. And they say that on average, you run about 10 kilometers in a soccer game if you're playing competitive. And so yet when there would be those short sprints to the ball, um, I was, I mean, I've always been very blessed to be very athletic in my life. And so, yes, I would still be able to be, let's say faster than call it average, but there would always be the people who were on the other team, who certain individuals now looking at these results, who were born to sprint. And they would just get to those short sprints faster than me. But by the end of the game, I'd have more energy than them because I could I could do the long haul. And this is where all this is really fascinating. So let's we're gonna jump into it, guys. We're gonna you guys are gonna learn some stuff about me now that um, you know, you're gonna learn some stuff about my personal life. But you guys all know that I'm always been an open book with all of you, so uh, that won't be a problem. So without um, getting too too far into it, simply because I don't want to bore everybody, but uh, only because it's, it's about me. But what would you say are like some big things? Like, let's get it. Let's, let's just jump into the very big one that you told me about before this call uh, that I need to be paying attention to. Yeah. So I'm going to go one step back just to give people a context. So the context okay. is we test 70 different health areas related to everyday health. And of that, there's going to be a few that, that pop up for you. Um, and we test about 200 genes. And so it's really pretty, like we're only testing the most important stuff to learn the most critical information about you. So when you're looking at pri- data privacy, 
like you can't do anything with 200 of three, 3 billion. Like mm-hmm. there's just not, so don't, we can't clone you. I can't do anything with that information. <laughs> we are all about privacy. So just so that, you know, we never buy, sell data. We're always about securing your information and making sure it's, it's, it's uh, private. So, but so you, we looked at 70 areas and you have the one that was, is a very interesting flag. It's probably one of the most important in our report and that if you know you have it, you can do something about. So you have something called the APOE4 gene. And that is, uh, ap- I can never say it, apoprotein. Um, and it's related to amyloid beta placking in either the cardiovascular or the brain. And it links to people who have cardiovascular disease or Alzheimer's. The thing is, it is considered though, diabetes 3 because it, it's, oh. it, you can manage it. It is fully manageable. And we were talking about your grandmother um, at, just before the show that she had yeah. maybe some Alzheimer's towards the end, but she was 93. Like right. what you, what, what you want to do is manage any of your weak things so that it doesn't, it doesn't show up until you're like 180 and is right. irrelevant. Right. Yes. Yeah. So we learned that's a big one. And so what that means for you, Stuart, is you definitely have some diet shifts that will be very important for you. And so as we go into the, your report, like the, the, the great thing is you don't, you should never be a keto guy because you have stunning carbohydrate genes. You have right. perfect carbohydrate genes. I haven't seen perfect carb genes in, in a report for a while. And what does that mean? Does it have perfect it carbohydrates? You, your, your body, the, the, the genes that are responsible for digesting and metabolizing carb, carbohydrates are, are completely normal and green. Okay. Okay. You have no mutations at all. So, that so this means is why I can, this is why I can drink so much beer and I don't get a beer belly. Yes. And, <laughs> and, and the other thing about beer is you actually don't have bitter taste gene. Like you, you don't taste bitter. So you can mm. drink beer like crazy and you're thinking, oh, this is great. Right. 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 Yeah. I'm trying to stop, but um, I'm drinking non-alcoholic beer now, but we'll get into that some other time. Um, so, okay. So, so I burn carbs really well. So keto. Okay. So that is so fascinating because I have a buddy. This is so, this is such a classic uh, Western example of the way we all live. Okay. So I've got a buddy who was pretty, he- pretty heavy guy. He was about 300 pounds and, um, he lost over hundred pounds doing strict keto diet. I think he was up to 20. He was only doing 25 grams of carbs a day. And I was so impressed by it. I'm like, I'm going to do the same thing to lose. Like I've got, I do have that like little bit of belly fat, about 10 pounds I'd like to lose. And, but here you are saying to me, it's like, no, learn about your DNA. And you, and, and cause you, once again, that worked for him. That was good for him, but not good for me. Probably. There's people I see who are absolutely perfect on keto diets. And there are people that have almost killed themselves on keto diets. They create fat. They don't have the genes to break down the fat and they create fatty liver disease and they start to shut their organs down. Like there it's so you, um, and just to say keto works for everybody for the first three to six months, there's been studies on, you know, 18 month keto versus DNA diets and people on DNA diets stick to them. So the recidivism is way less. It, they get better results and they're healthier at the end because they're doing right. the, they're doing it for their bodies. Right. Right. So that's the thing is be be cautious if you're on a keto diet to make sure you you've got you're you're doing it in a way that your body can support. So okay. when we go into your genes, your carbs are great. You have some red on saturated fats. You have, you're great on um, on polys and and mono on sa- fats, but not on saturated. So you with your APOE genes and that should be careful of of a lot of red meat, a lot of heavy dairy. Um, so you just want, you need to bring the saturated fat down in your diet to be healthy. 
Right, right. right. And then okay. you also do, your body needs a bit more protein than some people. So just you, and you plant-based protein is a really good way to add that in. Interesting. So, okay. that's a bit so, red, so, so straight away, straight away, what I love about this is that, because I think that the biggest thing that happens to people when it comes to their health is when people give them this super complicated formula mm -hmm. and it sounds all really great on paper and they walk away and they forget almost all of it. Yeah. And then they never do. In fact, once again, like whenever I'm speaking to my audiences in my corporate speeches, I'm always very clear to leave them with like, I'm going to give you just these three things. Don't do anything else. I could give you 20 and they'll all have a big impact, but do these three. And so the same is true here, like saturated fat, increased plant protein, two easy That's things I can remember. And I got the third thing for you. You should be taking vitamin Bs. And, uh, oh, really? and so, yes. So vitamin B. So when I look at your vitamin B profile on six, nine, and 12, you've got a number of variations that can affect a process called methylation. Um, you've got this MTHFR variation. That means that you don't um, process some of that as easily. So as you age, it becomes more important. So if your energy is down, you should be taking a complex vitamin B and you oh. get a methylated one because it releases into the body more easily. It really, a methylated complex. I'm so glad I'm recording this. I'm coming back. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's in your it's in your recommendations in your report. Just saying. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so I'm going to just page of recommendations. Right. A side note to anybody who's watching and listening right now, um, the report and and quickly while I'm just saying this, we'll just we'll give a flash of it. I'm going to let you share the screen right now. The report is so professional, guys. It is. It literally is like it's so interesting to read through it. Clearly, I didn't read top to bottom on my report, but I did read through it and I have it and I've got it all ready to go so I can keep going through it. But it is so interesting to take a look at this report and they are, this, this organization is so thorough in the way that they uh, break down the things that you need to be changing in your life. That's the key, right? Back to what I was saying before. You know, again, for those who are watching this, you can see like, these are my reports, green is good, red is bad. So you can just easily just jump to the areas where like, look at that, 100% bitter taste. Nope. That's, that's why you like beer. That's why I like beer. Yeah, I don't. Okay. Interesting. Okay. I thought it was the opposite. Okay. And you also like coffee, I bet. I do like coffee. I love the taste right? of coffee. Yeah. So you, you can, um, you, you shouldn't drink too much coffee. So your coffee is 50% red, which means it will layer in your body. It doesn't metabolize out, but you like it a lot. Interesting. You know what? And it's funny now, let me ask you this because I just was, uh, having a conversation with Marina saying, I think we should consider buying decaf coffee. Now, can is can I can I can I stick with the the, the taste I love of coffee and and go to decaf? Would that help? Ah, when you if for your second and third cup, yeah. So you and you should you you should only have one cup every two hours because uh, and it will stay in your body and rev you up more. So if you have two in a row or three in a row, you'll probably feel your heart rate going up and your throat trying to restrict a bit. Ah, uh, okay. So, it, so that's true. That's true. Yeah. I do feel like I get really jittery. Yeah, you um, get jittery. So you just want one cup. No problem with one cup. Absolutely. Have a cup of coffee, have a glass of water, yeah. wait an hour or two. A second cup decaf is better. Got it. Got it. If okay. You see caffeine preference, all red. When it when it's red, it means it's not normal. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like not good. <laughs> so not good. in this case, you probably prefer it quite a bit. And yes. you can see you've got quite a bit of red in your food preferences, but that's just fun. It says you probably actually probably like carbs. Um, right. You like bitter taste, mm -hmm. maybe some sweets. So those are just things that are more fun to know. Right. So when when you're going through here, though, we'll see caffeine. You should be a bit careful of. You have one 
small element of gluten that over time, if you probably build up bad gluten in your body, you might be a little bit sensitive to. So you sh- even though you can do carbs, you need to be a wee bit careful on gluten. Okay. Um, you got the lactose gene. 75% of us don't have it. You can actually digest lactose, unlike most of us. Oh, I didn't know. And- Look at me. And lactose is one of the uh, biggest culprits for people in creating slow inflammation over time. So that when you hit your 40s, oh, I always drank milk or had cheese. And then you start putting on a pound or two a year. And suddenly the joints start to feel not as good at 40. And at 60, now you got a bit of a belly. And you're thinking, I'm not allergic to it. I'm not sensitive to to it. That's not the point. It's your body can't break it down enough and it can start to create an inflammatory response, especially depending on your inflammatory genes. And you have some inflammatory genes, uh, Stuart? Yes. Can we talk about that? Because I I definitely know that... I have inflammation in my body, big time. Right. Is um, what what can you see there? Because I know that inflammation is a problem with so many people who are watch, listening and watching this right now. Like there are individuals that you you know the feeling you wake up in the morning and it takes you like five or ten minutes for your body to limber up, or yeah. you go out for a jog and you're super sore. Um, and, and arthritis is such a humongous problem within our yeah. society, which of course yeah. is inflammation. So what does inflammation look like for me? Well, for you, you can see your inflammation genes are 50% red. So it means you're not bad, but you're not great. But the good news I want to point out is that your inflammatory tumor response, your cancer genes are really strong. So I'm going to guess you don't have any much cancer in your family, although if you, if you, but you might have a little bit of chronic disease. And so that's the cardiovascular stuff because inflammation can occur. So when you see that it's 50% red, you just flip to your recommendations. You go, okay, what does that mean for me? Um, Here, your detox, you can use a bit of extra magnesium. You want to be sure on hormones that you are avoiding meat and dairy that has herbicides and pesticides because you don't um, uh, synthesize it as well. And here it says on inflammation, you want boost your immune vitamin C, turmeric, garlic, onions, berries, and fish oil. So omegas and fish and things in your diet with your other genetic uh, variations are important. And so what I recommend to people is just print out the recommendations page, circle the food and go make yourself a food list based on what it is that you can now add into your diet. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Let's flip out of this for a second. Let's let's bring you back to the screen. That is so fascinating. And again, I'm glad that we actually did have a chance to share that because for those who are watching this, for those of you who are not listening, or sorry, for for those of you who just stopped listening just now, for those of you who are listening and not watching, um, what we, what we just had on the screen there was we had a very detailed, uh, report and it's not an overwhelming report. It's not a scary report. It's a kind of report that I think is offered in what I would consider layman's terms and um, the kind of terms that we can all relate to. And it's so nice because once you purchase this, you have it for life, right? Like you can continuously pull it out and say, okay, it's been a year. I need to, I need to remember what are some of the things I need to be taking out and some of the things I need to be putting in. So what do you often see with a lot of your clients? Um, What is there, is there something that you can say, More often than not, if someone's going to have a problem, we see this happening, or is it really just across the board? 
but everybody's different. I never know what I'm going to get. And that's why it's really hard to actually sometimes sell our company because I don't know what I'm, you're going to learn. You might right. learn, you know, whether you're going to learn your what might be contributing to chronic disease, how to keep weight off, how to exercise better, how to, you know, if you're a bodybuilder, you know, get better results there. So I just never know. And that's what I, this, it's, this is so fun to do. Honestly, I love what I do. I mean, we help people be healthier every day. And every time you open up, it's a new magic box about, oh, here's Stuart's unique genes. What do we get to talk about? That's and so there's neat. your unique roadmap. So we know with you, you need to be careful on saturated fats. You need vitamin Bs. You need omegas because that will help you um, to not trigger the these um, all the, this cardiovascular Alzheimer's gene. And I'm going to add one more point. When you have those, if you ever have a concussion, you are at greater risk of um, of getting uh, placking in the brain. Did you ever have any concussions? I've luckily never had any. I, I mean, with all the sports I played, lots right. of stitches, but uh, 42 yeah. to, to, to name them all, but uh, never any concussions. Wow. And what I will say is when you've got that particular marker on the um, on the APOE4 gene, this is an important one to see if you passed it on to your kids or not. Uh, because oh. Because you need to be careful for concussion then. If kids have this, they don't recover from concussion as easily. Interesting. And so you okay. really want to be doing um, aggressive care. If you su if you suffer in a, a concussion, you call me because there's whole protocols you should be following. And you need to check if your kids did or didn't get the gene because you have yours is a split. You got it from one parent, not the other. And you can pass it on that way where you, the kids either get it or don't get it. And is that so, something I check through someone like yourself or is this something? Yeah, well, you would do if we did your kids one, if we did your kids, I would know if they got it or they didn't get it. See, it seems like such a smart investment for children, again, for the reason of what we were just saying is because it lasts a lifetime, doesn't it? Right. I mean, you do this once right. and then you've got this roadmap for your life. That's the great yes. thing. It's not like, oh, you got to go back every three months and check it again. And right. no, like your, your blood is a point in time. Your gut back biome is a point in time. Um, urine is a point in time. This is lifetime. So all health programs should start with the DNA roadmap on simple stuff like this. Honestly, this should be the foundation, I believe, of how we manage health going forward. Because if you're not feeling well, we know where to go look. Right. We know where the problems are. It's, it's, it's so interesting. I've always found it fascinating in the way that people place value on things, financial value, right? So they'll say, oh, I could never take uh, I could never take that that online course that costs two hundred dollars, where I'll have all kinds of positive changes in my life, like changes that will happen a lot for for a lifetime. Oh, but I can go out for dinner with my friends at an expensive restaurant, drink a bottle of wine that I'll piss out tomorrow, and eat a bunch of food that I'll crap out tomorrow, and you know maybe have some okay conversation, and then I'll go back to my life. Whereas it's like I've always found that, and then that costs two hundred dollars, right? They, they 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 don't see the value, and I've always been a big believer, like as a weird example of this but whenever i buy electronics i always buy for the most part the highest end most expensive electronics mainly because i cannot stand when my electronics break down and i just want the best of the best so that it lasts a really long time those are because i'm, I'm going to buy something let's say it cost me a thousand dollars or i'm going to buy something that's two hundred dollars five times so i'm going to just like you know anyway i i first learned that when I bought my very first expensive pair of jeans in New York City, they were $172. I'll never forget it. It made me want to vomit. Up until that point, the most money I'd ever spent on a pair of jeans was about $40. And my girlfriend, who had come from a really rich family, it was very normal for her. And she's like, you got to buy these. Just buy these. So I bought them. 
I couldn't think about anything else for the rest of the day. I was like, I can't believe I just did this. And then sure enough, like seven years later, I still had the jeans and I made, I had a joke about it. I laughed about how many times I'd worn these jeans and it added up to like, I probably spent a dollar or 50 cents every time I'd ever worn them. And so I, we, we need to make these investments is ultimately what I'm saying. And for, for children, to me, this would be a no-brainer investment because look at how often do I go to the, the local shopper's drug mart and, and purchase Tylenol or purchase, you know, some sort of drug for my kid because of something that, that has happened again, if I had prevented it, I wouldn't have needed to spend 30 here, 40 there, 20 there, which adds up to thousands and thousands of dollars. So it seems like a no-brainer. Now tell me, do you have some, some, some fun success stories? You just said you love doing this. And you must have had moments where people who came to you, more likely than not, reluctantly, oh, my husband told me I should do this. And then maybe they made a change. And anything that comes to mind that you can share with us? Well, there are some really simple ones, like someone who is a, a long distance competitive runner and just and had been going to for physio for a year and a half for his knee pain, did his DNA results and discovered he can't process lactose, cut lactose out and three weeks later had no knee pain. Oh, a man. year and a half of physio thinking it was structural and it was inflammatory and he found the inflammatory source. So that's like, yay, he could compete again. He was feeling really great about that. Oh, um, when we find people who with the, the APOE gene that you have, they like to know that they do or they don't have it. It means that they can take, they, we, they get changing their diet uh, right away. We work with lots of athletes because they're looking for an edge. They don't want inflammation. They need to heal quickly. What's the workout program that they can do? Like you're an endurance person for working out and you get great results. Um, and you have a little bit on blood pressure. You just want to be careful over time, mm. but um, which leads to the cardio part. But those are things to know. Like if you're a personal trainer and you're training someone and they've got full on cardio and stroke genes, you better be careful about what you're putting them through and right. make sure that they've done a trip to the doctor. So we I've had somebody who was about to do the Grand Fondo going up to Whistler. We did the DNA. His dad had died of a heart attack, sees his stuff and goes, uh, maybe I'll go see my doctor first. Like it's oh all red. Mm -hmm. so you don't make, you know, don't become, you know, the weekend warrior if you haven't checked yourself out. So, that, you know, he did that, discovered he had blockages, dropped out and, you know, didn't put himself at a risk of right. a potential heart attack. And then weight loss, like we'll, we would get like in early days, we had these two women come in, both one had been raised, oh, you can't eat carbs, carbs put on weight. One had been in the fat era, you can't have fat. Turns out their genes were exactly opposite. Both lost like 30 pounds when we oh virtually swapped their diets the other way around. And so you get all of that. My kids, they're adopted from Asia. Guess what? They don't have the alcohol gene. They test that one out. I mean, these kids will just be flat on their faces because they can't process alcohol. Right. So, yeah, you know. exactly. With like all my Asian friends, we joke around about this. They get the very rosy cheeks and uh, and one glass of wine and they're finished. Um, so, and it's funny because I have a, a, an Asian friend who, if she were to drink a glass of wine within 45 minutes, she, now this is a really big reaction. She'll puke her guts out, then pass out and then fall asleep for 24 hours, wake up the next day and be puking for an entire day, one glass of wine. Now in her case, <laughs> for, for at least that particular category, she doesn't need to do a DNA test. She clearly knows this is not good for me, but most people have no idea. See, and I think that's what you're doing here. You're really unraveling 
the secrets, right? Because if you take, for example, let's use alcohol. I grew up in a European family. Alcohol was always around. You could have a glass of wine with dinner, even if at, at the age of 18, my parents didn't care. Well, they care, but it's just the culture they grew up in. And, um, and yet, here I am saying to you, oh, I wake up and I, I feel like really sore. It takes me five or 10 minutes to limber up. Or if I play a sport, my bones are really aching the next day. And I sit there, oh, I'm just putting it up to uh, old age. Where the truth is, is that my belief system is, well, because I grew up in a European family, alcohol should just be fine, which is all in the brain. And yet you do a DNA test and you might quickly find out, no, 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 sorry, my friend. You cannot process certain things within alcohol. Yeah. It, well, and and so, I mean, what I'll say is we can even follow on after this. I'll just make sure you've got clear recommendations for you because there's just a few things you need to do where you're going to find your inflammation goes away and that you probably can drop that weight reasonably quickly. Um, the bees can help, like there's a few tricks that you can do that will probably help out with that. And, uh, you know, and that's, and you were talking earlier, like the fact that we, people don't invest in this. Like we're used to in Canada that you shouldn't have to pay for healthcare. And the Americans are way better. Like, let's go, are you kidding? Yeah, I'll go get that. Right. Um, but we need to be really investing. There is nothing, you you spend your health gaining your wealth and then you spend your wealth trying to get your health back. So like, just don't do that. Like, <laughs> stop. Oh, what a great way of looking at it. Yeah. So, so when somebody chooses to come into your organization, um, give our uh, our listeners and our viewers basically the process from the from the moment they take the swab to the, the way that you kind of handhold them through it. Uh, and then for those of you who are watching and listening, I'm going to give you that discount code uh, so that you can get 50 bucks off to get your own session done. So take us through it then, Lois. Yeah. So you, you go online, you order the test. We recommend Total Power because it gives you all of the insights. It's four reports, 200 and some pages, but you get a 17 page summary and that's all you need. We just okay. do all the other in case you need that, but you've got, you get tons of data. We mail you a test, cheek swab, you mail it back. Um, your, your results are uploaded to the portal. And then we include with every test a um, 45 minute consult with a certified DNA holistic nutritionist to help you talk about your lifestyle, your issues, your results, so that you can think and start planning how you can incorporate that into your lifestyle. So that's kind of another thing that's different about us. We say, we're going to, we're going to walk you through your results to be sure you understand it and can start thinking about applying it because in the end, all that matters is taking action. And that's exactly. really our goal is to try and help you take action. So it's really, it's that simple. It's an mm -hmm. investment. Our regular price is $4.99 Canadian. You know, we're offering everybody $50 off, but again, you're getting time with a nutritionist, which is, you know, worth at least a hundred bucks there. The DNA testing is expensive. We're giving you 200, uh, you know, genes tested, 70 insights and a simple, you know, five to 10 item roadmap of the things. If you do this, you are setting yourself up to live a healthier life. If if someone told me that I could give you $500 right now, or if I could take $500 and just light it on fire, and then tomorrow morning I'll get out of bed and I won't feel sore, I would give you probably $5,000 because it is, it is one of those things, especially for those of us who do find ourselves getting into midlife, um, 
things start creeping up. We don't have the ability to bounce back the way that we were able to when we were in our 20s. And I feel like a lot of people who are watching and listening to this right now know exactly what I'm talking about and that they too would quickly within seconds throw $500 down if it could be that they could get their energy back or if they could feel less sore or if they could not just have the digestive issues that uh, I recently read 75% of the North American population has to be able to just have uh, simple bowel movements would just be like heaven sent for them, right? And they'd be like, oh my God, I'm normal again. And so from that perspective alone, um, to me, it's a no-brainer investment. So folks, if you're listening and watching right now, um, we have all the links that you need to have access to at the spot that you happen to be listening or watching this right now. Um, I can give it to you, but all you got to do is go below the video or into the description of the podcast, but it is dnapower.com. That's the one I'm going to give you right now, dnapower.com. You go there, purchase the program. As you heard, it's $4.99. Put in the discount code more, more, which of course is our organization, the more, more. And so more, more will get you 50 bucks off. That's 10, 10, 10% right off the price straight away, 450 bucks. It's a no brainer. I strongly encourage you to do this. I know that as soon as I'm finished this, I'm going to go purchase this myself. I want my partner Marina to do this because I think it's so important. And I also started even just thinking about my dad while you were speaking. Uh, and I'm going to tell him to buy a program too, because He has got so many issues with his knees. Now he's in his 80s. And I know a lot of people would say, oh, he's in his 80s, nothing he can do, right? Again, it's probably total BS. There's probably things he could could do with his own diet that he's just not been doing for his entire life that all of a sudden he could get his walking back. And what a gift that would be for an 83-year-old man. My dad's 82 going on 83. He's up on the roof, on the house. He's up trees, climbing, using a chainsaw. He is like, you know, he could run circles around a lot of people I know. And that's, he knows his DNA and he's eating healthy according to that. Oh, it's so inspiring to hear that. I love that. Well, listen, Lois, thank you for taking the time to be on the show today. Um, I really feel pumped about what it is that I've learned about myself. Uh, We'll keep on going uh, as soon as I end the call here, but um, we're going to make sure that we list all the different ways that people can follow you on Instagram. People can follow you on, on your website um, and all the other amazing work and all the other places that you, that you do show up in the world of social media and the internet. Um, Folks, listen, everything I do, is always done with the intention of helping you raise your consciousness with the intention of helping you reach your higher self. I don't invite people onto the show without them being vetted uh, for being people who really do want to change the world and being people who are authentic and genuinely care about the lives of others. And so Lois uh, is the real deal. This organization is the real deal. Get this into your life. I genuinely don't wait. Okay. I get nothing from it. All right. I get absolutely nothing. I prom- I promise you that um, if, if, if 10,000 of you bought this program, I do not get $1 and I don't want $1. I want the money to go into the organization so the organization can do more of this great work and get this out to more people. So take advantage of that discount and really treat yourself to the health that you deserve. So uh, Lois, thank you so much for being on the show. Any final parting words that people need to hear before we close this off? Well, our, our catch line is take power over your health. I just want everyone to be really owning their health, be their healthiest. And, and really that's, that's what we're looking for. So be healthy, be well. 
Well, that's so clear. Well, thank you for being on the show. And for those of you uh, who have joined us, thank you for joining us. We always have a great time with you and we look forward to seeing you on another show in the near future. Take care. Bye-bye. The number you have dialed has been changed. The next Thank you for tuning in to The Stuart Knight Show. We hope you've enjoyed this powerful conversation. People are fascinating, and so are you. And the right questions will prove it.